G'day Sound Engineer, g'day Warbster. Hey Warbster, do you know you've seen the Sound Engineer at least twice this year? No, it's been four or five. Yeah, that's a hell of a lot more times than Craig's seen his kids. Ow. On this fifteenth and possibly last edition of the Supercar Insiders Warbster cast, Garth drove like a bit of a dill. LeBrock got a damage bill, the wall invited Will, and Roland's boys showed some skill! Yes, welcome to the Warbstercast, the official podcast of the bloke who used to run supercars, The Warbster. Joining me is the boss of Facebook bands, the podcast DSO. And joining us is the laziest sound recordist in the cosmos, the sound engineer. And lads, uh, something made uh, 11 or 14% of the fans hysterical over the weekend. Warbster, sound engineer, great to be back. Hello everybody out there in podcast listening land. Yeah, it was a, it was a big weekend for, uh, for supercars. I mean, Triple mm-hmm. uh, Eight got their mojo back. Yep. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we can't ignore it. Well, we can, but you'll all We go. can, but you'll all go and listen to like some Fox Sports podcast or something yeah, like some, that. Yeah, somewhere where they actually have guests and people who know what they're talking about. Yeah, hey, we might have a guest next week. I've got Ooh. something in the pipeline, but ah, that's another story. Yes, everybody, the man who replaced 11 or 14 as everyone's favourite in supercars mm. got pushed out the door by Roland. Well... We can't say that for certain because it was all very well stage managed. Yep. And just to confirm what we're saying, here is Craig Lowndes announcing his retirement on the Friday at Townsville. Uh, good morning, everyone, and thank you for coming. You might be getting a sense of why we're all here. Um, but I'm here today to announce that uh, I will be retiring from full-time driving in the Virgin Australian Supercars Championship at the end of this season. I've always said there's always been two factors that keep me inside the race car. One being motivated to get up and doing what I love, and the other one being, when still being competitive. For me, nothing's changed. Although my current contract with Triple Eight finishes in another 18 months' time, both Roland and I have come to the decision that this will be my last full-time drive uh, in a supercar. You know those hostage videos where people are made to say things under duress? I have no idea what you are talking about, sound engineer. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it, go and have a look at the video on YouTube. Mm. Roland's daughter, Jessica, announces the press conference as they lead in. It was like watching a car crash unfold. Yeah. And then it did. Yeah, which I suppose brings up the obvious question, and um, that has been much speculated online and um, in other media sources, was he pushed? Oh, he most definitely was pushed. Mm. How can a bloke have a a contract? Um, You're going to hate me for this, but I'm about to say, James Phelps, well done on the scoop back in May. Uh, Yeah, well, hang on a minute. Who says James Phelps wasn't let in before anyone else was to sort of prepare the um, field, if you like? for this slaughter that was to come. It certainly wasn't a 10 o'clock Friday decision. This has been brewing for a period of time. And the fact that your replacement, Warbster, mm. why was the seamster at the press conference? What the hell has he got to do with Craig Lowndes retiring? Does that mean that Roland and Craig are 
two most important people in supercars at the moment. Well, they had to get him in somewhere. Well, clearly, so Craig's he the least important person in supercars at the moment. In Roland's eyes, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, this is, it all reeks of a setup, and I think that um, you know James Phelps, Roland, the Seamster, and everyone else knew before Craig did. Oh, I think a lot of people knew before Craig did. I know a couple of kids that didn't know before Craig did, but we'll touch on that a bit later. Yes. Um, I suppose the next question, was it too soon? Well, definitely too soon. He's in the top five in the championship. He's on his game. He's fi- Him and Irish have finally gelled together as uh, driver and engineer. Mm. The car's good. Why would you get rid of the bloke? He's, I mean, he's sort of... He's got a contract for another 18 months. He even says, I've got a contract for 18 months. So he's got a contract for 18 months. He's in the top five in the championship. Yep. In the fastest team, arguably the fastest team at the moment Mm. across all three cars, Mm. the most successful team in the history of the championship, Mm. the most loved driver in the championship, closely followed by my boy David Reynolds. Who replaces him? Well, let's let's do this like we're at the back end of the of the podcast. Let's go ahead and a heart pick. Warbster? Hart says um, Macker or Gary Jacobson. Yep. Pez says, Simona seems to be in pole position, and that's the very much rumoured occurrence. There's there's a lot of sense around Scotty Pye. Yeah, absolutely, Scotty Pye. We were pondering this morning, and we'd love some, some feedback to our Facebook to either of our Facebook pages. Does anybody know if Roland still manages Scott Pye? Mm. Um, we, we think it might still be the case. So, sound engineer, from the heart, who uh, who do you think should replace Craig at Triple Eight? Well... Going going by tradition, mm. who does who does Roland usually steal his drivers off? Well, Funky Gazza. Yeah, but I can't see Bieber being ready at this stage. Um, who's your head pick? Who logically do you well, think it would be? It's probably going to be Scott Pye. He's got his finger in the pie. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's and I suppose for mine, Hart. I think you've Warbster, You've got it. Um, Gary Jacobson would be the one. There's a whisper that Will Brown. Is somehow connected to Roland. I've heard that and something during the week. I don't I think. think I think, I think uh, Roland's throwing some money in his direction. I don't think Will Brown's ready, but in terms no, of not. in terms of being ready made for the series, you've got both of them, and that's Macca, Macca Jones, Young Macaulay Jones, and definitely Gary Jacobson. Mm-hmm. Um, head pick. Oh look, for all of the politically correct reasons, and Holden wanting a female driver, um, I think it will be Simona. So anyway, we'll uh, look at that with bated breath. As can, much as much as he's gone, he's not going to go quietly. Can I can I go on record? Go for it. Twenty twenty, when he's out of contract with Roland, is this bloke called Roger Penske who's got more money than Roland, mm. who signs him as a co-driver over at DJR Team Penske. Yes, Craig back in a Ford offers him some sports car racing in both Europe and America. Not beyond the realms, ladies and gentlemen, and we know who. And uh, he'll be back with his old mate Ludo, and I think Craig would bring a lot to DJR Team Penske. Yep. He's the only bloke that can understand Ludo on the radio. Alrighty, so let's roll into the rest of Townsville, Warbster. Yes, um, there was some racing going on in Townsville. You'd be amazed. Yeah, um, well, um, I was going to say that they they interspersed some practice sessions, some qualifying, and some racing around Craig, Craigland's puff pieces. Yes, all three yes. days of the subscription yes. service. Yes. Yes, Craig Lowndes is the world's greatest human being that ever lived, just like his uh, predecessor 11 or 14 was. 
Yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, before we get to the main event, mm-hmm. Supercars Racing, uh, there was a full undercard around the uh, streets of Townsville. Absolutely. Painted Dixon Touring Car Masters saw Stephen Johnson and Sally clean up the first two races before a broken throttle cable halted his race three. He didn't hit a rock. No, he didn't hit a rock. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Hansford won race three after JB decided to give Bruce Williams in Test the Tirana uh, a fair income don't argue. And unfortunately, JB... You uh, you copped the results and ended up having to try and arm wrestle your way back from almost last. And Warbster, did you see it? Uh, yeah, JB was in a very don't argue mood afterwards as uh, well. I was going to say, he uh, clearly driving uh, using the Jim Richards school of uh, aggressive overtaking and passing. He hit every single car he decided he needed to get past. Sounds like Shane Van Gisbergen. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. So... In the Dunlop series, we touched on uh, on young Macca Jones. Wobbs, do you want to run this one? Absolute travesty that he did not win at least one race this weekend. You know he should have stayed home alone. <laughs> yeah, look, two suspension failures uh, from two races with Macaulay Jones. He had put it on the pole for, qualified yeah. on pole for race one, and Mike's nephew Gary Jacobson took race one after Macca went back to the pits, and Chris Pither took pole for the GRM team, which is probably the highlight, and a race win for race two. So that was quite possibly the highlight for GRM this, yeah. this year. But I'm going to I'm gonna give some um, well-deserved props here to mm. uh, Andy Jones, who's yep. currently a um, Fox Sport pit reporter, yep. who is obviously um, a member of the Jones family. Yep. He, so he's, he's Macca's cousin, he's for those of you that don't know. Macca's cousin. He handled himself really, really well, really, really professionally, um, given the obvious family ties and the fact that Brad was almost in tears in pit lane. Mm-hmm. And the 286 series saw uh, Page Regular Kane Baxter Smith ending the weekend 20th overall. Oh, and um, Tim something or other won all three races, but that's not as important. The Super Utes results, Swarbster. We need to hand over to our resident experts. Spanner and Nuggets. Picking up pieces up on the floor. Oh, okay, boys. How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. How you going, Scratty? How you going, mate? Yeah, good. So, uh, Townsville, I'll tell you what, they're getting better. They're getting better. They're, they're, they're not quite super yet, but, uh, mate, they're getting better. Although, mate, they're only super crashing into the wall. Uh, listen, they might be getting better at racing, but there's a bit of false advertising going on, mate. False advertising? Yep. So, Scrape, who's the series sponsor? Oh, isn't it that bull bar mob? That's right, East Coast bull bars, right? So, I had a really good look at all three races... Yeah. I had a great look at the front of them. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, nothing. No bull bar. False advertising. Jeez. So who won? Oh, look, um, Craig Dantas, he, he won two wins in the uh, Triton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, other than that, it's a bit of a to wagon being a Triton. Yeah. Uh, that's, a bit, that's a bit politically incorrect. That's all right, we'll just bleep it. Right Yep. So, Royal Harris in the BT50. Yes. Hey, I saw the new sticker pack on your BT50 outside, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it all done up looking like a race here. Looking pretty neat. It's not, not It's not exactly like a race here. Why is that? Well, it's not on its roof. Oh. And my boy Craig Harris in yeah. the Hilux. Oh, in the Hilux, yeah. You know he run the one around, mate. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. been very consistent. Absolutely. That's all you got to be. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting to note that um, all the blokes that used to run the uh, actual Utes yeah. are now winning the Super Utes. There'd be something, right? There'd be something about that. Yeah, I imagine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just 
Just imagine if they had like, you know, ten more. They'd be even slower. I reckon. Yeah. Alright, well that's the end of our uh, race report. Back to you, uh, Warps, uh, DSO and Sound Engineer. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see you at, uh, at Ipswich, the most boring racetrack in the world, with the most boring category in the world. Before we get into much detail about the main event, there were a few items of interest to come up in the interim. Yeah, the Percat livery counts now up to six warbs to mm, win. Mm. Interestingly, he left his Dunlop race suit at home. Mm, yes, yes. Yeah. The uh, Sandown 500 is not sponsored by Jim's mowing, it's just a rabble. Yes. Anton Du Pasquale now has sponsorship from Penwright for the yeah. rest of the year. No, it was only for Townsville, oh, I believe. Oh, only for Townsville, okay. And sadly, based on poor Anton's performances that weekend, I... Hope the uh, the Diamond family are a little bit more generous and can run it out another week. There were a lot of uh, new Hewlett Packard signs on the Triple Eight cars. That could be the reason. Maybe maybe Hewlett Packard coming on board scared Craig away. Mm. You know what happened last time Hewlett Packard <laughs> sponsored sponsored Craig in a race team. Uh, Oscar Furionado had the. Um Car apart every five minutes. Oh, no, it was, was always in a million bits with the garage doors down between the Sunday warm-up and the race. And a big hi to Alan Heafy and Fred Gibson, if you're listening out there, boys. Mm. And um, apparently something else happened, but we already went through that. We did indeed. Yeah. Alrighty, so Saturday and Warbster, I don't know how we missed in the uh, predictions from the previous podcast... How, how did we forget that Triple Eight were going to dominate at Townsville? Well, street racing seems to be one of the few areas where Triple uh, Eight have got it all, all over the uh, ZB. Fairly interesting that uh, by Saturday afternoon there'd only been 19 races ever held at Townsville and uh, your mate Jay Dudd had won 10 of them. Mm. Yeah, absolutely dominant. Mm. Uh, fast off the trailer, so to speak. Um, present and, All three present and correct in the top 10. That little bloke from New Zealand, Scotty Mack, uh, yeah. upset the apple cart by taking Saturday pole. Yeah, pole went to the same bloke it usually does. Mm. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, raced for uh, beating last year, 16 poles. I think he's up to nine now. I think something like that. Mm-hmm. Shane Van Giswingen and our boy David Reynolds slotted into third and fourth respectively, followed by Craig Lowndes, the t-shirt salesman. We're going to have to work on that. Mm-hmm. Going to have to work on it. See, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that haven't been following the podcast, we were adamant that 2019 was going to be Craig's Smile and Wave Tour and uh, mm. he got to sell lots and lots of T-shirts. Yeah, it's just it's just expedited. The re- half year, like, crazy shirts going out the door. I reckon there's an opportunity for the DSO and the Warps to do some yeah. uh, mm. to do some T-shirts, but let's let's network that one too. Yeah, um, if you if you are actually interested in uh, purchasing said T-shirt, do uh, let us know. Mm. We're working on we're currently working on artwork. Mm-hmm. Keep keep ringing people, Donozo. And, and Frosty rounded out the top six. So yes, for some reason or other, Tickford found us. Where did they find that setup? Uh, oh, I know. Ludo, Ludo put it in the recycling bin? No, no, no. no. They went over and had a look at Will Dover's car. True. They must have got in... They must have stolen the setup sheets from over at uh, 23 Red. Yes. All right, so... Yeah, they found a setup early enough in the weekend to see a yield. Mm. Oh, Christ, now we're doing it. Uh, so, not racing was Michael Caruso's Ultima. 
which was due to start at the rear of the grid uh, because of qualifying issues until the drive Ultima stopped pre-race thanks to electrical issues. Uh, specifically, he didn't have enough electricity, so didn't have any drive and it wasn't a Nissan Volt. Jeez. Keep going. Oh. You wrote it. You wrote it. You wrote it. I did write it. Um, <laughs> and racing. No Do one it. really missed the kick into two, although Davey was very aggressive around the outside and probably would have gone forward with a fraction more room. So isn't it interesting that the other drivers are giving it to the commentary team for ragging Reynolds earlier in the year for not being brave enough? And now they're all looking in their mirrors, wondering when he's going to come around the outside of them. Yes, um, actually, it was a point of contention in uh, one of the press conferences over the weekend. And um, we do have that uh, clip right here, right now. Oh, yeah, well, fucking news cards give it to Davey. And it's just fucking bullshit. Uh, no, dear, so the actual clip. Oh, right. So no no no, it's that's that's what it's all about. I had a bit of a rubbish start, so I um, I got to the inside, which was nice. But um, and then Scafi and Russell have been winding Davy Reynolds up for two months, so I thought he was going to uh, take me out at turn four. But um, lucky we got through there too wide. And then yeah, Jamie sort of had a look. Dave was on the outside, like Jamie said. They've been racking him up for a while, so um, we just we just sort of just be a little bit mindful of Davy these days. Um, and then, uh, well, we always are. He's a, nut, he's a nutcase, but um, no, <laughs> we, um, you know, we went through turn two. It was all good, and, and it was a bit of a battle. But like, like Jamie said, it was just hard racing. Having dodged that bullet, uh, Winkup took the lead from Scotty Mack on lap two down the inside, and proceeded to bugger off like it was 2012. Yeah, it's 3.6 seconds after 10 laps, so nearly triple that. 10 more laps later, uh, and Scotty Mack, I don't know. Perhaps it's time for. Um, for the knuckleheads in the commentary box to have a go at Scotty Mack for giving that position up because he he knew that Jamie was faster and it was a case of, well, I'm not going to fight you for the corner. Um, See you later down the road. Um, At the moment, Scotty's driving calculated. doesn't need to chase Jamie for the win. He needs to bank points. You could almost sort of uh, make a parallel between the way that um, he's driving at the moment and Alan Prost back in the day. Mm. Yep, absolutely. Further back, (laughs) our old mates... JC, uh, the, uh, the, see, I reckon Courtney's gone a bit loose since his missus left him. Uh, yes, for been those about who five, are, Been about five or six weeks now, so... Um, yes, for those who aren't aware, uh, Karis and uh, James Courtney have uh, broken up. Mm, it's parted ways, and uh, they're, um, and unlike some other high-profile motorsport couples with two kids, they're uh, doing all they can for the best for the children. Uh, we'll get into that later. Oh dear. I'm building it up. No, anyway, yeah, I uh, hope I don't let us down. Uh, James Courtney and uh, Garth Tanner got into it yet again mm. when uh, contact rotated Courtney's Commodore without anything more than superficial damage. Uh, he stopped early to uh, gain some track position, but uh, yeah, that was basically the end of his uh, competitive chances. So, Tanner got the penalty for that Warbster. Yes, putting my, putting my, hang on, I'll put my DSO hat on. Ready? It's a Penrite beanie for those of you who don't have uh, vision. So I've got my DSO hat on. I had another look at that and yep. I needed to put my Penrite beanie on to look at this because I think that Anton's move up the inside of Garth 
unsettled Garth's car when there was a little bit of a rub. Garth essentially had nowhere to go. He couldn't make the turn in. Mm. And uh, I think that, it, to me, if it had been me being the DSO, I might have nearly called it a racing incident between the three of them. Mm. Um, I think Garth was a little bit hard done by on that. But yet again, it was uh, it was jury by... It was judged during execution of via the commentary box. Oh, the CJT are back again. Absolutely. <laughs> Up front, Wincup uh, cruised away from everyone, leading McLaughlin by... Um, a fucking shit ton. A shit ton. Uh, behind them, the giz wagon managed to get around old mate in the betting mobile without spinning. So maybe... Um, yeah. it, are we, you know, is there a paradigm shift? Mm. Like, Van Gisbergen hasn't hit anyone for at least three races. Yeah, I mean, he'd managed to do it without spinning, running into another car, or otherwise making the media very happy. Mm. So he drove right up to the back of McLaughlin, gave him a couple of love taps. And, uh, Scotty probably didn't have the best car under him at that point in time. Mm. They pitted together with Triple Eight feeling shorter and jumping the shell wagon. So yes, Neil. Which means the undercut is on. And didn't we hear about that all weekend? <laughs> McLaughlin's focus shifted to holding off Lowndes, who was showing a lot of fight for a man uh, about to get pushed out the door. And mm. as the gears went after Wing Cup, having covered his extra field time from stop one, had stayed ahead. But uh, this wasn't uh, very entertaining, so there was a Tim for debris with uh, 15 laps from remaining. Yes, uh, an, an, another commercial break. Mm. Speaking of not fun, it was about here that Todd Hazelwood separated his shoulder in the MSR Falcon. Mm. This is bad enough normally, much less in the middle of competing in a supercars race. Yep. He loosened his belt before popping it back in while continuing to drive. Yeah, true story, sound engineer. Don't laugh. Yeah. The, kid, um, the kid's got balls. Last year, he only had the world's biggest accident in 2017. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, who who ran into him? Warbster? The man wearing the Nissan shirt? <sighs> who ran into him, Warbster? And you reckon she's going to go and drive the third best car in the field? Third best? Well. <laughs> yes, Simona was the cause of the Todd Hazelwood broken shoulder incident. Mm. Don't call me Gizwinion. Stayed with Winkup after the restart, uh, leaving the rest battling for scraps before the reigning champion pulled another disappearing act. And Tim Blanchard held up the shell and Autobahn cars a little. Oh, here's a side note for you. Mm -hmm. Next weekend, it's uh, the next fourth round of the Australian Formula Ford Championship. Mm -hmm. Tim Blanchard's dad is having a drive. Wow. Yeah, one from the past. And his little brother's having a drive too. Right. Are they as good as he is? Uh, his dad was quite possibly one of the best Formula Ford proponents for a very, very long time through the 90s, but I digress. I know, that was a rhetorical question. Mm, Lowndes couldn't make it in all Triple Eight podium. And actually, do you know what? As much as I don't like Roland, I was there cheering on saying, please get past, please get past. But sadly, Craig just couldn't do it. McLaughlin did enough to outrun him when he was busy looking in his mirrors, which were full of fabs on much fresher tyres. Yeah, so, you know, fabs, the much maligned uh, fabs, just hot and cold. I don't know what it is. It, it, I I reckon it's race engineer. I think if Fabs, I reckon it's race engineer, bring back Phil Key, he'd be quicker. I think uh, if you could get Fabs up to qualify better, mm. he'd be doing a hell of a lot better because his race pace is right there. It's just he 
It's got to come back from way back. Yep. So he'd hauled it up to eighth before the safety car and used the compressed field to loop ahead of Frosty and Davey. Mm-hmm. And Davey had another interesting weekend. I think his quote was, his car was, his car was custard on mm. the Saturday. Custard or um, trucking custard? Oh, yes. He, he may have been uh, hauling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a hard-charging Cam Waters, which was really heartening to see. Mm. So clearly he got Will Davison set up sheets as well. Yeah. It makes me. It does make me wonder if it's just the car. It's not necessarily the drivers. So, and again, you know, so Tickford had some good stuff. Will Davo made it three in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, they outran the Datsun Collective for the first time this year as Rick pulled a massive disappearing act towards the end of the race. Yep. Comment has been made of translating qualifying pace to race pace, which is very, very much needed. Yeah, Rick's um, over a single lap flyer. He's um right up in the top sort of five or six guys, but he just seems to um, go backwards in the race itself. Yeah, don't know. We haven't mentioned James Golding running into anyone yet, Mm -hmm. and he nearly made it until Jack LeBrock was helped by Courtney into hitting the wall. Not David. On both sides, and then got young Beebs on the way through, though. Mm. Uh, Beebs finished top rookie, and I think we'd have to say he, he, on the scheme of things, had a really good weekend. He didn't crash. He didn't get a penalty. <laughs> so it was all good. So Cappy logged win number 111. Mm-hmm. His 10th in 10 years of coming to Townsville. Second was the Gizzle banking yet more points and closing in on Scotty Mack in the title fight. So that was Saturday. And... Can you hear an old man? So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. Quitting can be hard, but Quitline's here to help. Think of us as your personal quitting coach. We'll help you build up your confidence to quit, even if you've tried several times before. G'day, I'm Craig, and I'd like to talk to you about quitting. The first time I quit, somebody held a gun to my head, and then some bright spark gave me a co-drive, so I came back. Those of you that know, quitting's really tough, and it's times like this that you really want the help and support of your family and your children. But sadly, I didn't have that. We're not going to judge you when you pick up the phone. We're not the police. When you call Quitline, we'll talk about your history, your habit, and why you want to quit. We all know quitting's really tough, and you're the only one who can make that decision for you, unless you drive for Roland Dane. Together, we'll work out a plan that suits you. We'll give you tips and tricks to manage cravings, withdrawal, weight, and stress. We'd love to help you quit, so give Quitline a call today. So the day dawned bright and sunny and warm in Townsville, Warbster, and well, sound engineer. It didn't here, but no, it was in nice Townsville, and cold. No, in Townsville, yeah, yeah. into qualifying, and your boy. No, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so Anton red flagged the session after about four minutes uh, because he caved in the left-hand side of his car at turn eight. Ended up next to Garth at the back of the field. Interestingly, I now here's one for us to to ponder. Mm-hmm. He was apparently excluded from qualifying, which has to be a change to the rules because it used to be if you brought out a red flag, you lost your fastest time. He drove that car back to the pits. There's no reason they couldn't have got him back out. They had enough time to patch it up, get him back out and run a time. So I'm not quite sure. I might need to read the... That might have been one of the litany of changes this year in the operations manual. Well, no, because I remember last year at Bathurst, um, James Moffat lost his best lap and subsequently missed the shootout Mm -hmm. because of that that rule. Yep. Mm. The commentary team were were quite adamant that he he was excluded from qualifying for having brought the red flag out. So... Mm. 
I could be wrong, but... Garth. Garth. At the back. Right at the back. Copped a 15-second post-race penalty, as we talked about, for his incident with his old mate, JC. No Tickford Racing car made the top 10 shootout, Warbster? Uh, yeah, not from a lack of uh, trying on uh, Chaz Mostert's part. He had it up at about uh, 12th mm. um, going into the race, and he definitely, um, he was just, I mean, at this point, he's just gone, screw it, I'm just going to wring the thing's neck. Yep. Mm. So, into the top 10 shootout. Another one. Didn't have one on Saturday, but had one on Sunday. Same yep. as um, Darwin. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's this um, summer series. <sighs> don't, don't even. Don't. No, well, they've gone, they've gone north chasing the warm weather. It's a summer series that they have in winter. Okay. Well, I can understand that. I mean, you probably need to put, like, you know, ice stuff. Don't, like, migrating tires. north. So, like, like, do they fly in a V pattern? Do the trucks drive in a V pattern up to Darwin? <laughs> Up to Darwin, park up up north, mm. slide on across the Townsville, wind their way back down to the most boring racetrack in the history of the world. Jesus. Oh, are, are, they, are they like, um, are they supercars racers or pensioners? <laughs> well, I was going to say, the uh, uh, Alphonse the Great, uh, who, uh, who's, who's, who's grandfather there, so he's currently up in uh, sunny on the sunny coast at the moment. Actually, if I'm looking at the results, it um, looks like the pensioner actually qualified six uh, or came six in the shootout. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, you want to run through the shootout? Okay. Percat was yep. first out, uh, ended up eighth. Yep. Uh, Pi tenth. Yes. Uh, pensioner, that's yep. Craig Lance. Yes. Uh, awesome lap, fast and qualifying six. Yep. Uh, Carousless, James Courtney. That looks, like, that looks like careless. Perhaps that could have been a reason. Um, Rihanna's husband. Yes. Uh, fifth. Absolutely. Really, really good to see um, Will Davos misses his husband, Will. <laughs> Will. Will Davos misses his husband. That's, that that's, be Will Davos? They're cutting the f*** out of that. Uh, that's, that's, that's either Will Davos or someone's gone polygamous at some point. Uh, um, yeah. um, Dave really threw it in. Yeah. Fourth. Rick had a outstanding middle sector. Uh, ended up third. Uh, yep, the uh, Cappy, the Capster, ended up second. Yes, Jandall ended up seventh. He tried to bully it. Absolutely, uh, that car was floating all over the joint. Yeah, he he he, he, he wrestled that car like a crocodile. <laughs> and well, if it wasn't Jandall, who was going to end up on pole in a straight circuit? Uh, yeah, don't call me Gizzy. By uh, 0.2 of a second, which is an absolute mile in supercars terms. Yep, absolutely. So uh, we headed for the grid, and in the great words of Cab Calloway, you get wise, you get to church. Mm-hmm. Gary Coleman made an appearance. What, the bloke from Different Strokes? No, the chaplain. Okay, what you talking about, dear, sir? Some air hostess sang Advanced Australia Fair, although considering the title standings, it really could have been God Defend New Zealand. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, we're in Australian Championship. Who's winning? Two Kiwi blokes. Mm. Until we adopt them. So, uh, Cappy, Cappy missed the kick and got eaten by Dave and Rick. And Davey won second around the outside at two as the move worked that time for him. Yep. Uh, Scotty Mack got a bit punched up in the shuffle, ending up dropping to 10th from 6th. Mm-hmm. Further back, Stanaway Caruso and Simona tangle at two. Simona hits Caruso heavily and cops 15 seconds for her trouble. Mm. So not only is she about to go and drive Lowndes' car, she drives into the boss's number one's driver and cops 15 seconds for her trouble. Yeah, it's um, almost on a Bieber level of um, not good there. Can you tell that Nissan's dead to her, bro? 
Further on, Garth punches Richie to a similar outcome, and uh, A3K shuffle from impact to Garth territory after a whacking winter bottom. There certainly was a lot more uh, bumping and barging compared to uh, Saturday at the start. Yeah, absolutely. And given that they had a longer race, you thought they would have had more sense. So the soccer team battled it out, but stopped before any penalty kicks were needed. Yes. Have to admit, they're good at racing hard, but fair with each other. Sadly, Courtney hasn't always been this good with his teammates. Or his um, his ex-teammates. And now he just wants to punch on with all his ex-teammates. Yeah, dude, seriously, try some some (laughs) counselling. Real tell Whitey's in you. Cappy was taking a dive at 13. Scaife didn't give him shit this time, and Cappy shot off to the tune of a second a lap. Little did we know, Dave was already a busted flush. It transpired later on in the piece that um, he had a suspension failure. Mm-hmm. So Mostert just seemed to bully the super cheap car into the 10, held it, held up by a charging Scotty Mack, who was pushed, pushed, pushed into an early stop. Mm. SVG led Cappy onto the tail. Warbster was content to hold him there as Scotty Mack started flying in clean air. Yes, his race was compromised hugely given tyre life because he had to basically duck out of traffic way early. Yep. But, um, was that an undercut? It was an undercut. Mm. The undercut is on. Which means the undercut is on. Stop. But uh, the extra pace around a second lap made up for it. Cappy first in on lap 19 after a long fill about 20 litres more than the 17 car. Didn't the fucking commentators wank on about... Oh, well, I've put- counted how much time they spent and so I know how much no, fuel they have no, oh, I don't care no no the best part was Greg Murphy doing being the French judge with the guys going into the pit boxes yes that was the best I, I stopped a bit shallow there and a bit and a bit, and a bit short oh the, the, the fuel rig bloke might have had to have moved like a nat's dick oh, unbelievable yeah. unbelievable are they diving judges or something oh they're worse than diving judges mm. but this whole um, he was longer in the pits and, and he took more fuel than he needed Alright, Hazelwood fluffed his pit entry and hit the fresh tyres. Uh, SVG stopped last of the contenders and emerged in front of... David Reynolds. And all we thought was, here we go again. Uh, Scotty Mack wound up third out of all this, um, but had a lot more fuel and uh, tyre life to find. However, if there's one thing that Scotty Mack and the Shell team is supreme at, it's doing just that. Absolutely. They can... uh... Yeah, they can pull something out of nothing with uh, great regularity. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, up front it became a battle of strategy as Shane Van, I think I want to win this race, closed the gap little by little and had tyre life and fuel on his side. Uh, Scotty Bloke. Scotty Mack and the old bloke. <laughs> Here we go again. With Scotty Bloke. Scotty Bloke. That's Scotty Bloke. Hey, Scotty Bloke. And that old bloke. Yeah. you. It was Bloke Racing Central. <laughs> anyway, they were both in at the same time on lap 44. Uh, hey, no. listen, they were, whoa, whoa, whoa. they're not driving utes, okay? <laughs> Scotty Mack and the old bloke run at the same time on lap 44. Scotty Mack cleared out in front as uh, Lowndes overfilled the car a bit. Yeah, so obviously when you overfill your car at the service station, fuel spills on the ground everywhere. When you overfill your car in a pit stop, the commentary judicial team tell you all about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, oh. Greg Murphy has to crap on about something that isn't people from New Zealand. Oh, yes. True. Yes. yes. So, uh... Um, it's, it's sort of like Bill Laurie used to be simultaneously the cricket. Excellent line and length there. No, Having, he almost needs, like, a little... Yeah, he needs, like, a little, uh... Like, core flute sign with, like, a 10 or a 9 or an 8 and just yeah, so he can judge yeah. how well Give him a mark out of 10. Yeah. yeah. 
Attach championship points to it. Hey, let's just gimmick up the racing completely. No, no, what we could do is if Fox had a cooking show... No, if Fox had a cooking show... They've got a cooking channel. Well, they needed someone like George Columbaris and Matt Preston to hold up those little cards with 11 out of 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do a bit of MasterChef. Or we could just get Murph a cravat. Now that's what I call a burger. Oh, now would have been... You look like Freddy from Scooby Doo. How ridiculous would that be? He could he, he grow a scraggly beard, not unlike the sound engineer. <laughs> oh dear, where were we? We're, uh, we're banged, on the sound engineer. Having banged in a succession of flyers, SVG passes Cappy with a little help three laps later from Blanchard, actually accidentally sputting in his in his way again. Yeah, you know what? Actually, Blanchard didn't. They gobbled him up, and Blanchard got out of the road as soon as he could. You yeah. can't expect the bloke. And the commentary team, to their credit, oh, shit, I was going to say something nice about them. They actually did reward Blanchard uh, with with a with a kind word. Late in the race, um, Caruso is punched up the back by oh no, Anton. Mm-hmm. With a, uh, I'm I, I'm calling it a clumsy block. Yep. That forces him out of control and punts him into the tie barriers, caving the front badly. Another blot in the ledger for Anton, but I still don't think that was his fault. Now I know he copped a penalty for it post race, but I don't think it was his fault. Now nah, he, I think they both decided to head right at exactly the same time. Absolutely drop punted that car. Yeah, and, drilled uh, it. The tyre barriers. I actually was surprised that they were able to flat tow that car out of the mm. position it was in mm. after after Big L broke the toe strap. G'day, Big L. And uh, yeah, it was a fairly short duration safety car because we didn't want to see a green white check in there, did we? Mm. The race start saw uh, Will Dovo and LeBrock collide as the mid pack shuffle tried to create another safety car. Cautions breed cautions, mm. and he said it. Mm. Um, Will Davo eventually buried it in at six, complaining post-race that he was like a ping-pong ball with all of the barging. Yeah, and I think, Will Davo, just be a little bit careful in what you say, because, you know, you're not necessarily innocent of not running into people back earlier in your career either, my friend. Mm-hmm, indeed. Meanwhile, further up, Fabs and Rick were all guns blazing over sixth, and Chaz got by on Reynolds at 13. This was partly as a result of the right rear suspension failure on the Erebus ZB that we, as Wobster mentioned earlier, that we found out post-race. Post-race analysis? Post-race analysis. Is it like me crime scene investigation? Me car was fucked. Yeah, that's pretty much what Davey would have said. Uh, Warbster, the Triple Eight battle for the win, saw Win Cup throw everything at the Giz Wagon, but held on to remain king of the streets for now. Uh, yes, Scotty Mac did uh, everything thing to hold on to third and minimise the damage in the championship as the circus heads to Ipswich for the next round. I actually do want to apologise. Um, some of the episodes have been um, late v- lately and um, I think it's partly because of our enhanced production values. <laughs> values or in value? other words, we talk a lot of crap. We have to take, takes me a hell of a lot longer to edit it. No, 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 it's, it's more... Okay. Look, look, I'm just trying to come up with an excuse. Just let it go. All right. All right. All right. And, and life gets in the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it does indeed. Um, you're not paying for this, so... No, but um, <laughs> we are prepared to set up a Patreon account. All righty. The good, the mayor, the ugly. Sound engineer, yep. you've put so much work into this. I have. You're not going to be piggyback off our answers this week. Okay. Go for it. The Who good. was your good? Mostert. Why? Well, because he managed to wrestle home. Yeah. The car's not been good this year. Yep. And he's managed to pilot at home to a pretty good, pretty respectable position. Yep, I can't I can't disagree with that. 
Who did you, who do you think for the week was mayor for the weekend? Reynolds and Scotty Ooh. Mac. Uh, yeah, but Scotty. Whoa, hang on, whoa, hang on. Whoa, whoa. Hang on. Hang first, on. first things first. Hashtag Sony Watch. Yeah. Okay. The Shell Performer of the Weekend. <laughs> the public voted for Scotty Mac. Yeah, but that's because they can't stand the two that finished in yeah. front of him. Well, it might be a little bit of that too. He he can't be <sighs> two thirds, and he's mad. And he's mad. That's yeah. harsh, dude. Seriously, that's hard. He's done right. better. Who was ugly? Go on, uh, Garth. Be brave. <laughs> no, I, well, I was going to say Garth was mayor. Yeah, he was very mayor. Yep, Garth's my mayor. My good. Mm-hmm. Much as I hate to say it, was T eight. Yeah. With the exception of that stunt they pulled Friday. Yep. That was ugly. Okay, ugly was Roland Dane kicking out Craig Lowndes. The man, Roland kicking. Dane, the man made. You, he came to your team when you needed somebody. He built your team. Now you've shat on him. Wink up wouldn't be where he is without Lance. Wink up probably wouldn't be where he is without Lance. It's a very good point, sound engineer. Warbster, you're good. My good's going to go to... I'll start with the mayor. Yep. Um, The mayor's Nissan in general. Uh, they're back. They're back where they were last year because Rick just. I mean, he qualified well, but then just disappeared, and the other three were nowhere to be found. Yep. Simona's um, already got holding signs in her heart. Yeah, no shit. Good. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go with Mostert as well. Actually, I think um, he's definitely wrestled the car up from uh, the pit of despair, if you like. Mm. And Winterbottom did a good job in qualifying, although he again, like Rick, disappeared in the races. Apart from that, obviously the usual suspects, pretty much. Yep. There we have it. A good our mayor. Our ugly best mm. performance overall for the weekend. Yes. Who are you? You're the sound engineer. <laughs> I'm the sound engineer. Yeah, thank you. I nearly said something else. My best performance. No, this isn't your best performance. Who was the best performance for the round? This has actually been an average performance. Keep going. <laughs> oh, my best performance. It's probably going to go with Winker. Mm-hmm. Winker. I suppose everyone expected him to be there, but... Yeah. Yeah, win cup. Shame Van Gisbergen wouldn't have won that race if it wasn't for Jamie, and obviously he won the Saturday race. I've got a slightly left field version of what you two have just said, mm-hmm. and it just juxtaposes beautifully with kicking Roland for knifing Craig Lowndes. Something's going on at T8 because they came out publicly and stated that they're sharing setups. I've never, ever in my life heard the drivers at T8 admit that they're sharing setups. Jamie shared his setup with Shane and Shane won on Sunday. There's a best performance for you. Veiled iron glove. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, speaking of uh, interesting, here's someone who makes some interesting decisions. So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. Tonight on Grand Designs Australia, we welcome back someone who isn't even remotely like Roland Dane of Supercars 5. Alright, so before we turn these microphones on, we're not going to talk about money, okay? This is about promotion for my race team. It's very, very important everybody understands. You're going to see the newest soft of me, okay? Okay, fair enough. Go on. Alright, we're right? Right, Roland. Right, fire away first question when you're ready. Righto. Um, so Townsville went well? Yes, um, I'm very happy with the result from Townsville. It's, uh, we had a bit of a win and a win and a win. So we had a win on Saturday, we had a win on Sunday. That took us to the lead of the team's championship, so uh, that's a pretty major win at half-season. And, uh, you know, I had a win on Friday too. Lovely. 
three of the first five in the championship. You must be very happy. Yeah. Oh, look, uh, Jamie and uh, and Shane uh, are just doing outstandingly well, and uh, I think that uh, things are looking very good for, uh, for for Red Bull Olden Racing Team this year. Any plans for uh, the rest of the year? Any changes coming up? No, no. There's, there's no real changes coming up. We're uh, we're, we're all a happy bunch at, at, at T8 at the moment, and everyone everyone at T8's very, very happy. I'm sure you can tell that, you know, Dunno hasn't thrown a headset in, I don't know, at least four weeks. Um, everything's swimming at, at T8. No, not a terse word in the place. Any feelings or emotions about the uh, Lairds announcement? Oh, well, Natalie wasn't very happy, but, you know, she needs to realise that um, it's not all about her. Uh, any feelings within the team about it? No, no, nobody's uh, nobody shed any tears that I'm aware of. I think that um, everyone accepts that you know it's it's the best time for Craig. I made it fairly clear. To, I mean, Craig came to me and said that he thought it was time for him to step away at the peak of his game. So when did you tell Craig that he was retiring? No, no, I didn't tell Craig nothing. I did, Craig, I never told Craig that he was retiring. Craig came to me and said, Roland, I think it's time for me to go out on a high. There's a, there's a lot of contention in social media. They're all gobbing off in pod... People gobbing off in podcasts. I can't stand that. People in body do podcasts, they gob off. They want to say, oh, Craig was pushed. Craig wasn't pushed, right? So, uh, speaking of money, how much is are you paying, Simona? Or how much money is no, Simona no, no, paying this you? Is, I'm so calm here. T8 do not have a plan in place at this point in time. I know you do this podcast thing, you and that other idiot... So I'm happy for you to interview me every week and I'll give you a little snippet of who I'm interviewing, all right? We're happy for you to do a little roll and driver interview segment. Simona hasn't... I don't even have a phone. Here's my phone. I'm an open book warbster. I don't have Simona's number in my phone, all right? Simona's got a deal with Supercars Australia, all right? I've got my own free cars to run. I've got the two best boys around. That's all I'm going to say. I've got the two best boys around. And my third car will be filled with the right driver. All right, well, Roland Dane, uh, good luck in Ipswich, and thank you very much. Yeah, no worries, Warbster. Great being here. Um, thanks very much, everybody. It's uh, just remember we're uh, we're all a happy team at T8. Is this fucking thing off? Uh, yeah. Right, you're not fucking Lee Sales, and I'm not fucking Malcolm Turnbull. Don't you fucking come to Royal Prom with me like that ever again. This was, don't you fucking ask me the hard questions. This was supposed to be kind and fucking gentle. You've obviously got no fucking idea how hard it is for me to be fucking nice in a fucking interview. I'm fucking sick of this. I've fucking had it. We are not doing this again. This is all about fucking publicity for me. to the Supercar Insiders Warbstercast. And for those of you who have been living under a rock for the last uh, 14 episodes, if you want to catch up with our fun, frivolity, skullduggery, and a little bit more satire, you can catch the Warbster at www.facebook.com backslash Supercar Insiders. And if you I'm going to check that out. And if you want to catch up with the um, podcast Sound Engineer. You're shit out of luck still.
No, and you're if not. You want to catch up? The, it's coming, guys. Wow. The Instagram yeah, page is on its way. Okay. 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 Because uh, Facebook's want... roll people. Yeah. That's yeah right. We're all over Insta. Right. Okay. And if you want to catch up with the um, podcast DSO, www.facebook.com slash podcast DSO. Seeing as I stole your line last week, you got a bit upset. Last episode, you got a bit upset. Go on. And now it's time for... The News. Oh, damn it. Now you're doing it. The news. Warbster, what do you got? 2019 schedule. Mm. And all of this speak of mm. going to a summer series. In 2020? In 2020. It's, it's getting me hot under the collar. It's <laughs> getting... Wow. Who wrote that? Me. <laughs> well, that's so bad. Even I could have written it. Anyway, yes, the uh, 2020 schedule. Uh, apparently, we're all looking at a uh, summer series, guys. They're talking about starting the season in September and finishing it somewhere around May. My problem with it is very, very clear and very, very simple. Okay, you're avoiding the AFL, you're running straight into the cricket, which is just as popular. And you've now got a new TV rights holder for the cricket, so that's going to be an interesting one. So you've then got clashes all over the place with that. Mm -hmm. You've got people who are basically, you've basically got everything shuts down for a month over the period that you're running the series. The weather aspect cannot be ignored because if you're running a daytime race and it's 36 degrees, no one's going to show up. You've then also got to worry about the driver's safety because if it's 36 degrees outside, it's probably, you know, 60, 70 in the car. Yep. Look, there is no logic to it. Social media's gone off its brain. People, I won't say it's not going to happen. I'm 99% sure it won't happen. So, Warbster News, what else have we got? got uh, the Kiwi drivers have gone over to uh, Pukekohe to mm-hmm. uh, do the uh, a launch bro the launch, launch the launch are they having lunch no they're on a rugby field according to the photo on the uh, supercars page right not sure what rugby's got to do with uh, supercars is that the OITM Auckland Super Sprint bro uh, Super Sprint yes yes that's uh, on the that's on the 2nd to the 4th of November bro uh, yes Dutto is talking about um, Townsville speed refinement, not revolution. Right. Which I think means he's going to try and overthrow Roland at some point. Wow, there's a first. Dejar Team Penske converting spare chassis to become the first Mustang. Nice to know they've got a spare spare. Mm. There's been a lot of speculation with the um, reporting of Craig Lowndes obviously uh, giving it up at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. So his co-driver partnership's uncertain for next year. Yes. Uh, Paul Dumbrells says he's quite happy to stand aside. Hello darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision so I reckon they need to bring back the team. They need to bring back the team? Yeah, they need to bring back the Wing Cup Lounge. Wing Cup Lounds partnership. You reckon? Hmm. It'll only be for a year because it'll be Wing, it'll be Lounge Scotty Mac the year after. That's what you want. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to go down in perpetuity as being either very, very right or extremely wrong. Depends how, Depends if uh, Lounge has the balls to stand up to Roland. Oh, you look at the body language in that press conference, so there ain't much love left there. He doesn't want to stay there. There ain't much love left there. It was uh, Norm's, Norm Beachy's birthday last week. Was it? Happy birthday, Norm. Yeah, who? Yeah. yeah who? Young, these young people. You freaking neophyte, I swear to God. Seriously, millennial. Next you'll be saying, whose hand stuck? Whose hand stuck? 
He drove a car once. Is that like how uh, Jack Brabham drove a car once? Yeah, Jack Brabham built a car yeah. as well as driving one. We're, we're wondering, Warbs, do we got anything else or do we want to roll into so many watches? I know that uh, we've got uh, a lot of um, material pumped and primed for Social Media Watch. So let's get into Social Media Watch. The first thing you have to do is negate all the things that people could hurl against you as a form of abuse for, for, for being not intelligent enough to get this, to understand it. Thanks, Warbster. Just stretch my shoulders here. Might be a little bit of a DSO rant. Married into Sony Watch. Well, I think there will be. Righto. We've made, get... it, we've made it fairly obvious, my thoughts on Craig Lowndes getting the Tijuana or um, the Lemonade and Sass. But uh, it's fair to say that um, social media went into meltdown about it. Yeah. Someone popped their nose up out of the uh, rabbit hole. Someone so, by the name of Natalie Pussell. Who? Natalie Pussell, formerly known as Nat Lowndes. Right, so Purcell would be her new current married name, Warbster. Yes, not that she uses it anywhere. No, so <clears throat> for somebody that's been so hard done by since the ugly split in 2011, Natalie, why do you continue to spray shit at a great height and a massive velocity on your ex-husband? And then go on social media to discuss it every single time and deal with your itinerant um, pond suckers. And still use your na- his name. Yeah. Right. Natalie, there is a reason that you and me and the Warbster and the real Warbster and the sound engineer and Craig's two children found out about his retirement at the Friday morning press conference. Because if he'd rung and told Levi and Chili that he was retiring, you would have sprayed it all over social media to try and make yourself look good and triumph, you know, and, and trumpet your scoop. And that would have been in breach of the commercial confidence that sits around his driving contract. Indeed. So, Nat, I'm not going to get into he said, she said, and who's right, who's wrong. But I know one thing that... You're the one that took the kids on the big long caravan holiday all around Australia. And it was really convenient that you happened to be close enough to take the kids to Townsville to see their dad. Perhaps if they saw their dad or were able to see their dad or you gave their dad access to see them a little bit more often, maybe uh, it wouldn't be quite the way you portray things in social media. And I'm going to be a bit careful but uh, you and your sycophant friends on your Facebook page, all they do is make you look like a bitter and twisted ex-wife, which is exactly what you are, and I'm out. I'm going to say something that's a bit more moderate than what the DSO has just said. I make it very clear that I in no way condones a lot of what I'm thinking that Lance has done and will more than likely continue to do. We don't know the full facts. We haven't been in on the conversation. We haven't We've got no more access than anybody else does. However, these things do not belong on social media under any circumstances. It seems to me, and I'm just getting this feeling, that those two children, Levi and Chili, 
I've got a feeling Craig stopped saying hello to him for a reason, and I've got a feeling that Natalie Lance is probably the reason that she stopped. he stopped doing that. Yep. I've also got a feeling that they're coming third in this. And they're coming third in this because someone doesn't know when to get out of the friggin' spotlight. If you, Natalie Lowndes, wanted to just be Natalie Lowndes' private citizen and just be a mother to the kids and all the other stuff, you wouldn't be advertising your dirty laundry all over social media. You wouldn't be using your old name. You'd be using your current name. Your current married name, I should say. And you wouldn't be basically doing the hey, 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 look at me routine. It's it's tired and you're, you obviously still can't see the damage you're doing to yourself and your family. So uh, time to give it up, Nat. Mm. And unfortunately, I think that there's two sides to this story. And I don't think either one of them is completely accurately being portrayed in the media. But to start with this poor me routine, after all the money that's been spent, after all of the stuff that you've got, after all of the things that you've been through, you're not centre stage anymore. That's what the problem is, Warbster. You're not centre stage anymore. Fuck off. Written, spoken and authorised by the fake Warbster. Warbster Manor, somewhere up in the hills. Alrighty, so after that bombshell, we apparently, apparently there's, a, there's a race. We're going to roll right into the preview of the Coats Hire Ipswich Super Sprint held at the most boring racetrack in the history of the universe, the paperclip. So, Warbster, there's a reason it's the Coates Hire Super Sprint. Is that because they're hiring all the safety barriers for two weekends? Well, they actually hire the track oh, okay. for two weekends. So, uh... Ipswich Council mm-hmm. hires it back off the person who leases it. Uh, the so, John, so, the teabagger gives it back for two weeks. Mm. Um, interestingly... We talked about their FIA track license and we looked at a document that was on the FIA website as current. Turns out the FIA must have made a mistake. Now, wouldn't that be a first? So, (laughs) they've not got a license until 2021. They do have a license now because apparently they've put up debris fence along half of the pit wall. So, I know where I'd want to stand if I was a pit lane official and that certainly isn't... uh, between halfway down in the starters box. Well, it's still better than Eastern Creek because um, at Eastern Creek, mm. um, James Courtney's got to look out for the helicopters. Yes. Alright, so uh, no concerts or entertainment of any sort this time. Not even on the track. That's because it's such a boring I was back there earlier in the year after a long hiatus and I tell you it is oh Ipswich oh Ipswich I can imagine the Amanto Tavern on Saturday night it'll be gone off mate gone off so um we've got to focus on racing yes. sound engineer we've three to look out we've, for we've got to focus for once are they racing forwards Sound engineer, three look out for. All right, three. I can tell you've really researched this. I have. Yep. yep. All right. Number Chaz? one, Chaz Mostert. No, no, no. Number one, yes, Scotty Mac. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Hang on, I'm yep. going to make it. Scotty Mac. Yep. yep. Uh, Jamie Winkoff and Shape Bank. Yep, they're definitely three to look out for. Yeah, three second one because I'll win. Yeah, come on. Um, yeah, I'm done. Yep. 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 Righto. That was an excellent one to look out for. Yep, yeah, okay. Yep, yeah, right. Warbster. 
Gonna go. Let's give Rick another chance. Mm, he's one of mine. Yep. Uh, Anton. He's not one of mine. And I think that let's let's go with the Ruffy. Let's go Chaz Mostert. Right. Let's see if he's let's see if he's got anything in him. Okay. Can back to back. No, okay, he might be able to back it up. Uh, you do so. Scotty Pie. Good pick. Rick. I agree with you. And Will Davo. There's a left field one. Uh, 20, 23 reds starting to creep up on it. Okay. Is, is the Tickford equipment not necessarily a um, hindrance? Don't think so. They, I think they've got a better handle on it. Hmm. A bit like last year when Matty White Racing had a better handle on the Datsuns than the Datsuns. Apart from not putting wheels on them. Yeah, well, there is that. Hmm. A heart pick. Yeah, I'd Sam love to see Lowndes win. You'd love to see Lowndes win. Do you know what? What? You and about 95% yeah. of genuine race fans out there. Yeah, basically it's... Love um, to see Lowndes just take the rest of the championship. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you want to see the you want to see Lance take the rest of the championship, like the entire population of Australia, except Nat Lance, Nat Lance sycophants, Nat Lance family, <laughs> and Roland Dane, and Roland Dane. Yes, yeah. I suppose I better, I better jump in with heart my pick. heart pick. My heart pick is going to be Fabs. Yeah, I think he's due. Yeah, and home track. Not that it, not that there's a home track advantage. I think my heart pick is Craig as well, based around uh, performances, motivations. Home track. Clearly, Nat will be towing the caravan south from Townsville, so uh, Levi and Chili will be there at the track for Craig to say hi to in person. No, he if won't, because he'll ignore them, and then she'll bitch about Well, he'll allegedly ignore them, and she'll get back on social media and slag him yet again, because she's a slag. Uh, and a head pick there. Um, sound engineer. Uh, based on current performance? Yep. Probably SVG. Righto. Warbster? Wincup. Uh, Scotty Mack. Wow, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a head, it's head pick. That's it's head pick, it's head yeah, pick my right. friend. Hey, I once head picked bloody Rick Kelly. <laughs> once. Yeah, once. <laughs> you gave Rick <laughs> Kelly what? <laughs> you gave Rick Kelly Oh, <laughs> no. And on that tasteful and on note, that tasteful note done. <laughs> we need to uh, we need to give a big shout out to Jack, Emily, AJ, Anne and Adam from uh, Lake Minnetonka. Thank you very much for letting us play with your music and use it to uh, our advantage. Not that anybody listens to the podcast. Except our 100 friends. Our 100 mates, because it's an in-joke. And it's staying in this time, even though we don't have 100,000 likes on Facebook. Hit us up. Tell us how bad we are. Give us feedback, whatever you want to do. I'm the DSO and I'm out. I'm the sound engineer and I'm also out. I'm the Wolfster and I'm always on. Woo!